What's up, pod people? This is Billy Corbin, and when I'm not directing 30 for 30s, I'm chilling here in the sun in Miami listening to these guys in New York freeze their asses off on the Hoops in the Sun radio show. Right now, tuned into another edition of the Hoops Sun Radio Show from Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. Thank you for joining us, however, and wherever you might be listening here tonight on the podcast. Apologize for the little delay in the beginning. Uh, you know, you do these live shows and you never know what could happen. Um, real quick, you can hear all episodes of the Hits Radio Show and the Cruise Control Podcast on blogtalkradio.com slash hits radio show, also on Stitcher and on iTunes. Download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We are episode number 180, and we are on the road to number 200 for the Hoops in the Sun radio show. So whenever episode 200 comes on, we will let you know when and where that will happen. Thanks to everyone who has listened to the show and downloaded it, promoted it, and just show love and support. If you are listening and want to become a sponsor of the show, as well as the Cruise Control Podcast, you can email us at hoopsradio at gmail.com, hoopsradio at gmail.com. I'm your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at my new Twitter handle, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z, and follow the show on Twitter. Hits Radio Show, the number to call in, 646-716-7474, 646-716-7474. So tonight, in about a minute, we get to my man Peter Rosenberg of Hot 97, the man who wears many hats. He has, you know, three podcasts. He's a, he's a DJ. He's on television, a radio host. The man does it all. And without further ado, I get to my man Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, it, it, it took about, I would say, three years to finally get this guy on, but without further ado, Mr. Rosenberg, how are you? 
It's official. What's cracking, it's man? It's official. It's now. It's now. It's now over. The the streak of not doing the show is over, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. You know what? I I, I almost I almost panicked in the beginning because it's it's around 7:58 and I'm getting ready to call you. And this whole block talk radio thing, it's just a whatever. And I try. I, I must have pressed something wrong. And I went to get back in. Long story short, I couldn't get back in. Now I'm on, instead of my house number, I'm on the cell phone. I'm trying to stay in one spot because I don't want to lose service. So I'm like, holy shit, like what's going to happen now? And then that's when I hit you up. Can you call in? But it's just a big fiasco right now. Hey, well, listen, all all is well. It sounds fine to me. All right, man. Uh, I know I know you're on the clock, so let's get right to it. Um, first of all, Peter Rosenberg, you can hit him up on Twitter at Rosenberg Radio. He is the DJ and host for Hot 97, WWE aficionado, co-host of the TP podcast on ESPN and Grantland. Um, also, Juan Epstein, Real Label Rosenberg. Did I miss anything, man? <laughs> I mean, that'll have to do. That'll have to do for right now. No, no, that's basically <laughs> it, man. Those are the main things I'm doing for sure. Mm. All right, man. Let's get right into it. Um, what's your thoughts on the current state? and the sound of hip-hop? Are the fans getting the most out of the current artists right now? Um, I, I think the current state of hip-hop is uh, is very strong. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of great, I mean, there's a lot of great new artists. I think there's, uh, I think we're getting, you know, production from a lot of uh, kind of uh, established, awesome artists. Your, your Kanye's and and your Jay's, I mean, Jay's still around, you know, being uh, productive every couple of years. And then we've had, you know, new artists who have made a major impact, um, both mainstream and underground. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, I think this era is uh, will be actually looked at uh, more fondly than, than people might realize. Is there is there a great strength? the hip-hop industry now has right now or also as well as any great weaknesses that you personally wish to see change in the near future? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, do I, like, overall in hip-hop, you mean? Yeah, I mean, like, like right now, the, the way me and you hear it, what's the greatest trend going on right now? Like, what's the biggest thing going on that, 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 that is keeping it alive, but also on the flip side, some things you would like to see improve or get better at? Well, I mean, I think some of the, 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 the foundation things about hip-hop are still uh, there and um, and doing well. Um you know, as far as things that I that I think need need to change, um, I don't know, man. I got to be honest, like not to be generic, but like hip hop has always had good things and bad things about it, like anything else in the world. And I think right now this period has a lot of good, it has some crappy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think it's that different than many other eras, except that there's an abundance of everything, you know, for better or for worse. So right. there's a lot more bad stuff and um, and a lot more good stuff as well. You do a great job in, in letting the fans out there know about certain new hip-hop artists, songs, albums, mixtapes, that they may not be able to uh, be f- too familiar with, along with some old-school stuff. 
And that's where um, Real Late with Rosenberg comes in. One, when does that air so people can tune in and where they where can they get it? And, and also, did you feel, since you have a platform and a voice, that it was best to do Real Late with Rosenberg to help out these young and up-and-coming artists to get some kind of pub and, and recognition going forward? Well, the show airs Sunday night um, from midnight to 2, and you can listen live on Hot 97 or Hot97.com or TuneIn Radio or iHeartRadio or the Hot 97 app. Um, there are a lot of ways you can listen. I also post the show on my SoundCloud, which mm-hmm. is SoundCloud slash Rosenberg Radio. Um, and, you know, um, I, I didn't start the show to help other artists. I started the show because it was my dream to do an underground show where I got to play the music I wanted. And, I mean, that's a very – it was a very special way, you know, to start my career at Hot 97 was basically like, hey, you're going to have two hours a week to do what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even my first week on the air, I, I played exactly what I wanted. Um, I, you know, I, I literally played only stuff that I wanted. It's an incredibly rare and unique circumstance that – I'll uh, forever be grateful to Ebro for uh, for giving me, um, who was my program director at the time. And um, so, you know, when I first started, it it wasn't really, I knew I would be helping out other artists, you know, other artists out there, but that wasn't why I did it. You know, it didn't didn't come out of selflessness. It, It came out of me wanting to do it. And then as time has gone on, it's become selfless a little bit, and it's been become about, you know, doing this for artists because I don't get paid for the show and, you know, I've had to fight to keep the show, and, you know, it, it's work. It's a lot of work, but um, I love it. And, um, you know, it, it's ultimately, I, I can't truly say it's selfless even still because it, it's made me, you know, it's given me a brand. It's made me identifiable, right. this this music. So, um, I'm, yes, you know, it's great. It's an outlet for people. Um, I know it makes a lot of artists' careers and makes them happy and puts them in a great place or a better place and, but ultimately, um, I, I get so much joy from it that uh, it's it's awesome for me. What has been the reaction since you started doing real late um, from the fans, even people on social media, just kind of telling you, "Hey, man, you know, you do a great job." But this is something that the fans need to hear all the time. I mean, you know, I just get a general, I just get a lot of uh, a real, you know, from I, I get, a, I, I mean, I, I get a nice amount of respect from those who know. You know, so, so you know, real late isn't the thing that people mention to me the most, obviously. You know, most people mention the morning show or other sort of stuff that I've done. But what I do get is from the people who really know a really deep appreciation and, and thanks from people, you know, for doing the show. And, and it's incredibly satisfying whenever whenever I meet anyone who really cares and pays attention to the show. Uh, I'm very touched by it. You know, one thing, man, I, I got to hear this, you know, and, and, you know, I follow you on Twitter and I, and, I, and I see what you do, and you've been promoting the Joey Badass um, new album, and that's one album I do have to hear. And the last time you did that, you were promoting the, the Royce of 5'9", DJ Premier Prime album. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard about it, and I was like, you know what, I can't procrastinate. You know, I'm, I'm going to hear it, I'm going to hear it. And then one thing you saying like you know this is probably one of the best albums of the year and I'm like whoa if if, if Rosenberg is saying that I got to go here but it's a long story short Peter I hear that album <laughs> damn near every day and to me 
for 2014. Um, that, to me, that was my favorite album of, of the whole entire year. And, and I know other albums came out, but that Prime album, man, it just really took me back to the way hip-hop was, the, the beats, and Primo just kind of, you know, stepped his game up. Royce Five Nine is a terrific artist. But to me, to credit you, if you didn't promote that so much or say, you know, put your stamp on it to hear it, I would have never heard it right away. But now that I did, I thank you. <laughs> I thank you very much, man, because that shit is dope. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. I'm glad to hear it. Um, They had, um, before the album came out, they had called me and, uh, you know, wanted me to come through and, and they played me the album and I went and listened to it and uh, I was blown away by it, you know, so... I didn't have any, you know, vested interest in that, as, as I, I never do. I just really loved what I heard, and so I, I told them, I was like, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I can to let people know how good this album is." And uh, I appreciate people who actually took my word for it and checked it out. I, don't, I think most people were not disappointed. <clears throat> if somebody asks you, "Hey, Peter, which do you enjoy doing more, the the morning show, real late, Juan Epstein, or T. Peter?" What would you say? <sighs> Um, <clears throat> that's a really good question, <clears throat> and um, I guess I'm blessed to not really know how to answer it. Um, <clears throat> they all sort of have a different thing. I mean, you know, the morning show is probably the most fun if, if it wasn't in the morning, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like we have a lot. Like if, if we if that show was every day at three in the afternoon, like it would be easily number one because we have a really great time in there and. Right. You know, we just goof off, and you know my job's great because Ebro leads the show, and I just get to sit back and kind of make jokes and and have fun. So that's a really fun show. But at the same time, Juan Epstein with a guest that we love is is also incredibly fun. I mean, you get to talk to people we really admire, and mm-hmm. so that's tremendous. And Chief Pete, you know, I really enjoy talking wrestling. Um, and to get to do it when you know people get to hear it and we get a good amount of listeners, that's always fun as well. So right. uh, I don't know, man. They all It all occupies. And, and, and real late, of course, I love mixing and talking and being a DJ. So um, that's really a blast, too. Um, I, I hate to be lame, but I really can't answer. I, I, they right. all occupy sort of a different space in my heart, and I, and I really enjoy all of them quite a bit. We're chatting with Peter Rosenberg of Hot 97. Hit him up on Twitter at Rosenberg Radio here on the Hoops in the Sun radio show. All right. Um, you're a Redskins fan. I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> Neither one of them made the playoffs or, you know, nowhere near the Super Bowl. But we do have the Patriots and the Seahawks in about a week and a half. Um, who do you have winning it all and why? Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, you know, momentum feels like it's certainly moving towards Seattle um, mm-hmm. with all the negativity surrounding the Patriots. Um, right. You know, the, the Patriots are not a, an amazing team on paper. I, I, I think Seattle's a much better team on paper, um, much more well-rounded, um, more, more talented, you know, to be honest. I mean, there's almost not a position – except quarterback, and I think that's narrow, uh, maybe maybe tight end, where you can say that New England has the edge on, on Seattle. Um, Seattle's a better defense. Um, Seattle has Marshawn Lynch. I mean, New England's got LeGarrette Blunt, for God's sake. Uh, right. You know, I, I think 
I think it's one of those things where midway through the year, no one was really taking Seattle that seriously. And then as, as really great teams do, they got it in gear by the end of the season. And now you remember, it's like, oh yeah, this is the defending Super Bowl champions and a really young, good Super Bowl team. Um, I, I, I'm leaning towards Seattle now. Um, even though, you know, aside from the cheating, I, I really would enjoy seeing Brady get one more. I, I think Brady's a really enjoyable player to watch and an iconic winner. You know, I really, I, mm-hmm. I, he's, he's, an unbe- he's an unbelievable career. And I enjoy getting to see the old guys, you know, as they're, as they're starting to age, get to have their run, uh, final run. Um, so I actually am not going to be – and I, I hate Seattle. I mean, I, listen, Seattle's knocked the Redskins out of the playoffs the last three times the Redskins were in the <laughs> So, you know, many people don't even know about that because no one cared about the Redskins' limited mm-hmm. playoff runs. But in 05, 07, and 2012, Seattle knocked out the Redskins. So I definitely have no love for Seattle at all. But um, I think forced to pick right now, um, uh, I, I would take Seattle 24-14 over the Patriots. For those who don't know, you're also a Boston Celtics fan, eh? you know, for, for for a very long time. Right now, your your team has like a thousand draft picks, um, probably like five people left on the roster. Yeah, I don't even um, know who's on the. I, don't, I have no idea who's on the. <laughs> I'm not all even know, kidding. That, that all I know is, is all I know is the coach is Brad Stevens. That that's all I know <laughs> right now. Yep, Stevens. Um, do you, as a fan, long-time fan, do you like the direction they're going in? And, and honestly, how long before you feel they get back on some kind of winning track? I mean, listen, I I, I was with someone the other day, and they're like, oh, it's so fun to rebuild. And they were being sincere. He was like, oh, it's so fun to rebuild. I was like, what? It is not fun to rebuild. I hate rebuilding. Like, that is the worst, you know? I mean, that's basically what the Redskins are looking at, too. It, I I... I, I I have come to respect the way Danny Ainge operates because at first I used to doubt him, and now he's turned the Celtics into a pretty credible franchise who even when we're bad and rebuilding, we're not as bad as other teams. Um, not, you know, uh, present company included. I mean, the Knicks mm-hmm. you know, are horrible. So, I mean, they, I, I've come to really respect what Ainge does and expect good things. So, while uh, while I, I never understand getting rid of your best player like they did with Rondo, and I wish they could have built around Rondo, um, I think ultimately, you know, when you look at all the draft picks they've stacked up and whatnot, you have to think that three or four years down the road, this is a team that's right back in the thick of it again. So I don't have any expectations for the next year or two, but I, I think I think in a few years the Celtics will be um, very competitive again. Did the um, I, I I remember you were doing wrestling with Rosenberg um, on YouTube for, for, for quite a while. That show, did that transition into Cheap Pete or was Cheap Pete something totally separate from that? It was totally separate. You know, that, I, wrestling with Rosenberg was, it was just a, a um, and still is, I, I haven't been able to do them as much, but it's mm-hmm. just a, it's just a, a format, you know, for doing my wrestling interviews when I'm able to get access to people and the cheap podcast came along because uh, I, I was looking for something to do consistently with wrestling. And I heard an interview on Grantland with um, my partner now, the mass man. And I hit him up cause we knew each other a little bit. And, right. I was like, oh, and I was like, yo, we should do a podcast for a Grantland. 
And he was like, oh, actually, they mentioned that to me. And he didn't know how to host it. You know, he's just he's just the wrestling genius. So, he, you know, he was like, dude, you know, I think his logic was this guy Rosenberg can kind of lead it and, and host in a radio sense. And he can just sit back and be him. And that's exactly what we've done. And we have a pretty good partnership. You know, it's it's funny. You never know with a venture like that how it's going to go. And Cheap Heat, we're now a year into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's got a pretty good flow. I, I, I like Cheap Heat. It's a pretty fun. It's a pretty fun show, and we both uh, fit our roles nicely. And it didn't have anything to do with wrestling with Rosenberg. It was just another, you know, just me spending more time volunteering to sort of talk about this this um, this form of entertainment that I'm so passionate about. Did you and Dave do some kind of like you know pre-show meeting to to kind of talk you know find out what you're gonna talk about, or do you? You and him just get in the room, put the microphones on, and say, "All right, so let's talk about Raw, SmackDown, pay per view." Or is it more free flowing, or do you actually know? It's, it's pretty. Time? It's pretty free. I mean, we'll we'll uh-huh. we'll chat a little bit beforehand, but I mean, uh-huh. you know, we'll be we're generally the same page on Raw. Generally, the same page on how Raw was, and you know, that generally occupies a lot of the show. And if we think Raw was terrible, we'll 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 defer to something else. Talk maybe an old school subject, but we don't spend a whole lot of time planning. We don't have a lot of time. I mean, we both have. Lots of other jobs to do, so you know until it's something that we were able to do to, that's really lucrative. It's like you, you can't really spend that much time. We we do it basically for fun. So we just get there, spend a few minutes talking over what we're gonna do, and then we jump in and let it rip. And we're both uh, pretty passionate about it, so it comes out pretty easily. And that's every Wednesday or Thursday every week. Um, it basically it basically goes online every Thursday. But you know if you okay. subscribe, people can subscribe to Cheap Heat on iTunes and um. You know, it'll just download to your phone automatically whenever it does go up. Um, it might go up tonight, actually. Tonight, tomorrow, somewhere, somewhere in between that, between Wednesday night and Thursday, it goes up. All right. Now, for those who who have never heard it, um, it, it it's interesting. Um, four things I think they'll find interesting to hear. One, you have this this, this new vocab going out, and I, and and I see it on on my Twitter timeline because people who follow you also follow me as well. So you're throwing Peckerhead around, you're throwing a Jace, you're throwing Cinch, you're throwing Mage, Major, some of the words and catchphrases that you use to to describe some of the fans and elements in general. I gotta ask you, man, where in the hell do these names come from, and and what's the impact and feedback you've been getting since you started using them? Well, I mean, Peckerhead is a word. <laughs> Peckerhead is a term I just sort of came up with one day to sort of make fun of people because I always kind of joked that I was a bad guy on the show. So I just thought Peckerhead was a very, was a very Bobby Heenan like term. And it just made me laugh. Um, right. so I just kind of, I just kind of made that up one day. Um, and then those other term, the other words, which are all really just abbreviations, um, really comes from my agent who uses those terms quite regularly. And then, when he started using the terms around me, I sort of thought they were hilarious and, and started running with them a lot and kind of like, then we started to kind of pushing each other a little bit. You know, it's kind of like, it, it, it's really no different than like teenagers who like start kind of using a certain slang and then start using it all the time. It just so right. happens that these words, a lot of people resist them at first and then they just like run with them. I don't know why. Everyone's the same way. When I'm, I'll be like, dude, that's mage. And they'll be like, they'll be like, <laughs> They'll be like, I mean, generally you can figure out what that means, but but someone at first might be like, what? 
and then like a minute later they're saying it. Or when I explain what a Jace is, like how a Jace is like, you know, kind of like something else but not as good. It just right. all of a sudden becomes a term that you're like, how did I live without this word? It's so useful. So um, that's basically it. But I, I have to say I am surprised at how much people have taken to it. I mean, my timeline is just full. It's just, you know, in the four days after the podcast airs, it's all I get is, is tweets with hundreds and hundreds of tweets. If you search mm-hmm. the hashtag adjace, A-D-J-A-C-E, it's, there are tons and tons and tons of them. Uh, so, for example, like, California Dreams is saved by the bell or Jays. Exactly. Well done. You nailed it. You nailed it. Um, you absolutely nailed it. I hadn't even heard that one yet. Well done. Well, well now you now you have, man. Um we got the, the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Any thoughts going into the pay per view? Well, you know, we talk about it a lot on our episode that comes out tomorrow of G P okay. um but I but I'll tell you that you know, one thing that Shoemaker pointed out that's really interesting is you know, when was the last time you remember a pay-per-view with not one singles match? How about that? Mm. Um, that's pretty bizarre. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think that's one that's just super interesting, a point of reference. Um, for the match itself, uh, you know, I, I, I tend, I always feel like when picking for the Rumble, you know, better safe than sorry. I always will say, you know, it's going to be Daniel Bryan, or it's going to be Roman Reigns, and I think you're probably going to be safe if you if you say that. I mean, I think it's much more likely to be that than something else. Um, so I'm, I'm, my thought is, you know, I'm excited for it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go down to Philly and go to the Rumble. It's close enough. Mm. And um, I, I'm looking to see Daniel Bryan win, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, man, I... I... You know, I mean, you've been watching this for a long time, and it, it's to me, it just sounds better. It, it, it's a better storyline to to kind of go forth with Danny Bryan and Brock Lesnar, as opposed to, to to Roman Reigns. I understand he's you know the new guy coming up. They're trying to make him to this big star, and but to me, going forward as the main event at a WrestleMania, it, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. It to me, Danny Bryan. The, the road he had to go through last year, he wins it, that he has to give it up because of a real life injury. Now on his on his way back to that prominence, it's just like it just makes sense for storyline and knowing knowing that company can can just flip it at any time. You never know what to expect. But to me, as a fan, Daniel Bryan should win it. But if he doesn't, I'm not at all surprised. Uh, me neither, you know, and I, and I never know about who should or should not win, but um, I certainly there'll be a lot of upside to Daniel Bryan winning, but honestly, if he doesn't win, Daniel Bryan is so over, he doesn't necessarily need it, but I think in this right. case, it would benefit him and benefit everyone to see him win, so that, that's why I, I think it's always more exciting when a small guy wins the Rumble. I think they love that and they know that, so we'll see. How 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 positive or how negative on you on the current product? I, I know you talked about it uh, in, in a previous show, but I haven't heard that in a minute. So kind of like speed up, uh, keep up the speed about your thoughts on the current product today. Um, I, I don't love the current product. I mean, I love wrestling forever. I'll always watch it. I'll always support it. I'll always tell people to watch it. But I mean, it's not my favorite thing right now. Um, 
it's a week to week. I don't love what I see. Um, but I mean, I mean, there's still things about it that are super enjoyable. But to be honest, I I always love Mania, and then it kind of goes down a bit from from there. Do you enjoy being babyface Rosenberg or or heel Rosenberg? Mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's fun. It's fun pissing people off. Right, it's, right. It's definitely fun pissing people off. But I think everyone. Like, I'm sensitive. I, everyone's sensitive. I think I'd probably rather. I think I'd probably rather be a babyface, uh, considering it's real life and it's not a. I'm not actually playing a character. Right. But, um, but I enjoy everything, man. As long as people pay attention to what I'm doing, and I know what I'm doing is always positive. I don't do any. I really don't participate in anything negative. So, I'm 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 fine with whatever, however anyone takes it. Mm-hmm. I got two more for you, Petey, for before I let you go. Um, I you know obviously, if I'm wrong, correct me, but. Macho Man is your favorite wrestler of all time, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, him and Bret Hart go back and forth, but these days have been Macho Man. All right, so Macho Man finally getting the Hall of Fame. Me and you are both fans of him. You probably more than me um, as a longtime fan of his. What was your reaction to him finally getting the Hall of Fame? And do you have, can you pinpoint your favorite Macho Man match as well as a promo that he did? Because he has so many to, to, to name. Uh, um, I mean, he's got a, he's got a ton of great matches. Um, him and, him and Steamboat, obviously one of the great matches of all time. Um, you know, um, him and Hogan were phenomenal, um, in their, in their big match. He even made Warrior have a, you know, him and Warrior had a great match. Um, right. Um, favorite promo. Uh, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's hard for me to say, like, one of the ones people knows best, like Cream of the Crop or The Beat Goes On or, you know, those ones are all really great. But I, to be honest, I love every one he did because he, he was so nuanced and he would just do these little things with Mean Gene. He would just sort of, they would sort of goof off and sort of make fun of each other and, and try to make each other laugh. And I, I really, I really loved every little thing he did in promos, just as much as I loved the, the, the big, no, famous ones where he said something particularly crazy. I really enjoyed. I really always enjoyed just him doing the, the most basic of promos, because he always threw in something extra and hilarious. You know what? I, I asked you that because, long story short, I. Since, since my name is Randy as well, me being kind of stupid, I, I changed my Twitter avatar to Monster Man being interviewed by me, Gene Oakland. I get a tweet with, like, this YouTube link of, hey, man, check out all the great Macho Man promos in one video. I'm like, well, you know, I haven't seen it in a while. So I check it out. I, 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 it's hilarious. I die laughing. I'm like, wow, man, all this from 1987, Intercontinental Champ. So me, I'm like, you know, it'll be fun to kind of put on Instagram and let people know, that, you know, you know, recall this promo, and I put it up there. People start laughing, get comments, and someone who I don't even know says, hey, man, we're trying to do this, you know, Macho Man Monday thing, and you're doing this, doing that. Do you mind, you know, also do it as well? I'm like, well, that sounds like a good idea. And, you know, MMM, it sounds, you know, hashtaggy. So 
So now I'm digging through all of the YouTube videos. I'm going like I'm like, I'm like a maniac trying to find every Macho Man promo and to get 15 seconds to put on the gram. And from like October to even now, every Monday I put up this video and I hashtag it Macho Man Monday. Came from Gene Oakland telling Tito Santana he's garbage, the cream of the crop, and it was just like so on and so forth. Comments I, I, that I always get, it's like, man, you know, obviously rest in peace, you know, he's a great, a legend, you know, shit, it's hilarious. And now I took it to Vine. Now I've got to find six seconds to, to, to put a Macho Man promo, even with that. I, I get more love on the Vine than Instagram anyway. So every time I do that, I always write you, and I know you have like 200 and a thousand plus followers on Twitter, you might not have seen it, but when the show is over, I'm going to, you know, you know, tweet you a couple things so you can look at it. It just, you know, it's just, it's just hilarious stuff, man. You got to check it out. And I do that every Monday. It's great to, you know, honor him and recognize him for what, for what he's done for the business. And at the same time, I just, you know, pain. I'm, I'm, so. I'm definitely down to jump into that. I, I, I sometimes I get lazy about you know, sort of social media, things like that. But that's one that I could definitely co-sign as uh, Rep and Macho Man every Monday. That's a great start to your week every week. Exactly. So what I'll do is when I hang up, I'll, I'll tweet you some, some stuff that we've done. And, you know, if you want to take part of it, by all means, go ahead. Um, but hey, Peter, man, it, it, it's been a great conversation. Um, next time we could do probably longer. I know, I know you got things to do. I might do a, a, a WrestleMania preview kind of thing um, in March. So if you're around and, get, and got a few minutes, um, we'd love for you to come on. But um, it's been great. But if you can, because I've been doing this um, since January, I've been trying to get the guests who come on to do a little, you know, drop for me um, for the intro. So I, I've, I've had, you know, DDP, Diamond Dottis Page, I had him on the show. He did a good drop. Billy Corbin from ESPN. So now, um, if you don't mind doing it, just something like, you know, this is Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, and you're now listening to the Hoops in the Sun radio show, and that's it. You mind doing that? Of course not, man. You know what time it is. It's Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97, Cheap Heat, Juan Epstein, all that. You can catch me at hip-hop shows on the reg, wrestling events on the reg, and you can catch me right here, Hoops in the Sun radio. We, we're talking about hoops in the sun, or nah, it depends. You know what I'm saying? My man Randy Cruz. <laughs> Another certified Rosenberg banger. <laughs> exactly. That is mage. That was mage right there. That was a mage drop. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, good luck to you and everything that you're doing, man. Um, I'm a fan. I'm a follower. So, again, at Rosenberg Radio Hot 97, go go hit him up, check him out. And um, again, man, thank you and appreciate it. No worries, man. My 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 pleasure, Randy. Take care, bro. All right, you too. Late. All right. So again, that was Peter Rosenberg, Hot ninety seven, co host of the Cheap Tea Podcast on ESPN and Grantland. Rosenberg Radio on Twitter. Great stuff. Got some hip hop, music, sports, Super Bowl forty nine, wrestling. So this guy does it all, man who is, many hats in the world of TV and radio. So, again, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, Rosenberg Radio on Twitter. You can recap this show anytime on blogtalkradio.com slash Hits Radio Show. Also on Stitcher, as well as downloading and subscribing to the podcast. 
on iTunes. Not only this one, but the Cruise Control Podcast, which will return next week. We'll let you know at a later date when we'll be back. So, again, you can also follow the show on Twitter at Hits Radio Show and myself, the host, Randy Cruz. At my new Twitter, Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z. Yeah, man, it was great. And, again, special thanks to Rosenberg for the last, you know, we're going to use that in a future show. Also, thanks to DDP and Billy Corbin, who's provided me with the drops. Um, it's gone pretty well. People like it. People love it. And we're going to use that from now on in the intro of the Hoops in the Sun radio show. Again, Randy Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y-J-C-R-U-Z on Twitter. Thanks again. Have a good night.